0: Welcome to episode 32 of Beers and a Lot. I think you're going to be laughing along with us a lot on this one. We started off talking about some of the tournament hockey going on this weekend with the NWHL, with NCAA. and Somehow we started dropping all these weird stats that loosely pertained to Dale Hunter in some way. Which led into talking about, should an NHL prospect be able to do a pull-up? And then later we were talking about which organizations need to be good for the sake of the league. And we shared a couple of arena stories from games that we've been to in the past.
1: All right, let's go. Danny and Eric with Mighty Pours. Yes. What are you pouring tonight, Daniel?
2: So I have Rainbows Are Real Hazy IPA by Clown Shoes Brewing. I haven't had it. So i uh, looking forward to it. What do you got?
1: I have by RAR Brewing an American double IPA named Lumber Sexual. And I. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make a very long story. Yeah. Yes. yeah I'll make a very awesome. long story short on that. The reason why I fell for that is a great friend of ours, Brandon, who was on the pod. We went off to Johnstown, and two of our teammates came to the bar a little later, and they both had on flannel. And he announced their pre- presence from afar and said, hey, look at the lover sexuals over there. <laughs> it was <a> two guys <laughs> are a in flannels, which is still funny to this day. Um, yeah, so I totally was, fall for the camera. No, we we got
0: we to gotta give background on that just yeah. real quick. The idea was that we were going to get dressed like dress up like, you know, wear like jackets and stuff. And we did. And we did. Yeah. And they came in flannel. Yeah. They came in <laughs> flannel.
1: I was wearing boat shoes, shorts, a button down, and a really nice blazer I found at the Goodwill earlier in the morning. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is part of the joke too. Um, I spilt red wine all over that blazer later in the evening. I don't sure know. I'm sure it was
4: red wine and not like it's not blood. Was that before was that before <laughs> after you gave the blessing?
1: Oh, that was this was after the blessing. It was a sacramental wine I spilt all over myself. That's
4: what it was. Oh my god. So, two fisting old fashions at dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Eric, what were you pouring? Uh, I have from Old Mother Brewing in Frederick, Maryland, Impressionist IPA. Oh, cool. It's very very good. It's awesome. Uh, what do you have, Aaron?
0: I actually have uh the beer that Johnny had last week, uh from Stillfire down in Atlanta. Midnight Voyage, the
2: Cuban coffee stout. It's pretty good. Yeah. I almost picked up a coffee stout today. I should have.
1: It's it's getting near that time of year where like yeah, you gotta put I, the stouts yeah. and the porters away, unfortunately. Yeah, right. Yeah. I heavy, had so. FOMO
2: because I think John had uh, coffee stouts past two weeks, right?
1: Yeah. I'm big I mean stouts, porters, that's kind of more my beer, I like the heavier stuff, but definitely, I mean, we've all said it, especially in the spring, summer, early fall. I like lighter beer, ales, stuff like that. Like I want, I want lighter stuff. But I mean, the nice thing is, in Maryland, it was sixty today, so beers like that are starting to become out of season, which is a good thing. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: And since it is springtime, we're getting into hockey playoff season, and I think. This weekend is a huge hockey weekend. Maybe not so much for NHL, pros, things like that, but uh, the NWHL is going to finish off the Isabel Cup this weekend. And NCAA gets the uh, Frozen Four regionals going this weekend. So the hockey version of March Madness starts. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. So what... Couch or chair, are you parking yourselves in? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: well, I think, well, so
1: NWHL, that's Friday and then Saturday for their finals.
4: Yes. Um, the uh, first game is at five on Friday, Toronto six versus the Boston Pride. And the second game, uh, second semifinal is at eight. On Friday, the Minnesota Whitecaps and the Connecticut whale. Whitecaps. Go six. Yeah, but <laughs> go you're six make,
0: you're making a, a six, W go. with your fingers, but you're yeah, playing the whale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, turn it upside down and then you got the whale. Yeah. Danny, wants,
1: <laughs> Danny just wants a really good hockey tilt. That's all he wants. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go
0: buttes. I mean six. Go six.
1: Yeah, go six. well, we we can't forget Brandon Tanner of the Pittsburgh Penguins had a really good video today coming out to support the NWHL and especially yeah, the Toronto Six. Yeah, and I think I speak for everyone. That guy looks like a psychopath. I like yeah, Brandon Tana. I like the way he plays. But He's since awesome. it's actually because he had the shorter hair last year, I had no no idea that he like kind of was weird or anything. I was like, man, I like the way he skates. He plays well. Since he's taken on this long hair, yeah. so he the just hair like,
2: dictates it, yeah.
1: I think it's the <laughs> hair, it has to be the hair, right? It's like
0: Samson. If he cuts his yeah. hair, it'll be normal again,
4: yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Riggs? Has, what were your thoughts? He, he, to borrow a line from. Uh, the Steve Zissou movie. He has the crazy eyes. Spectacular, <laughs> <the> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's right.
3: Yes, <laughs> uh, the crazy eye.
1: That low-key is still one of the best movies in the history of the world. Oh, I'd love that movie. Yeah. Well, you know, it's
0: for, with us for all the movie needs to be about is about like boats on the water or whatever. It's and it's good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, you spend half the movie on the water. We're gonna be interested. Searching G-Jaws. for a shark. Searching for They're a shark. Searching They're searching for, for a
4: leopard. yeah. Leopard shark or whatever he called yep. it. Leopard shark.
1: <laughs> yeah, it ate Esteban whole. <laughs> oh, he was chewed. Oh, he was chewed. <laughs>
3: no.
0: <Yeah. laughs> so who was everybody pulling for in the frozen four? Well in the NCAA tournament?
4: Well, Our friend, uh, Mark Brighter brights who works the equipment job for the women's side at Minnesota state. He's been helping out with the men's side since they're still in it. Um, I forget who they play, uh, in the, they play in the Quinnipiac actually Quinnipiac. Oh, they play QU. Okay. Yeah. So, so MSU and, and QU, um, I think. I actually think Minnesota State, and I told you guys this earlier in the week, I think they're sort of a, a sleeper pick. I think you could pick them all the way through to the Frozen Four. Their possession numbers are very strong. They put up a lot of shot attempts. They score, um, obviously. So I think, I think they could surprise some of the more well-known teams um coming out of like hockey east or the nchc so but then you have you know minnesota who's just been rolling over everybody in the big 10 uh you have as they uh, do you have north (laughs) dakota who was you know just flying around and scoring all kinds of goals and stuff so um it should be fun to watch i i love that that tournament i think it's it's great because Those games start at one o'clock on Friday and they basically go until, you know, Sunday afternoon uh, when the regional finals, you know, finish up and then it shakes out and you figure out who the frozen four is. And, uh, you know, a couple weeks from then they, they play that leg of the tournament. So it's, it's awesome
1: for me. It's an
4: exciting tournament.
1: For me, for the Frozen Four, I have to think either Michigan or Wisconsin with Cole Caulfield, especially Mm -hmm. since Cole Caulfield has been really heating up and driving the bus. A lot of people, I felt bad for him because he didn't get. He did a lot of great things in the World Junior Championships. He didn't put up the points that we probably expected out of him, but he was doing everything correct. He just wasn't getting some. Shadows
0: getting out underneath
1: of that tournament
0: too. Exactly. Trevor Zegers. I mean, he kind of
1: stole the show a little bit and I'm happy for him. And I think, I think that kind of helped Cole a little bit because when he went back to Wisconsin, he's been lights out since, I mean, he hasn't really stopped. And yeah, I think like Eric said, North Dakota's high up there, Minnesota state, good sleeper pick. I agree. Um,
4: So yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: That was going to be my pick. Cole Caulfield pretty much.
4: Just <laughs> cold watching him. Yeah, just cold. Yeah, but you know, the problem with that is every team has like a kid like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's hard to just point at Wisconsin and say, Oh yeah, Cole Caulfield. Like, okay, I get it. But every team has that one guy that like Penn State's not in, but like if they were, you'd be talking about Alex Lamoges, right? Like he's one of those kids. Um, Notre Dame is in, right? So, you know, you talk about Ivanka or, or somebody, but if you look at the whole teams, uh, I don't know. I just, I really like that Minnesota state team. And I'm not just saying that cause you know, we've had rights on the pod. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, the one thing too, like to, to pivot to my favorite thing of the year, the NHL draft part of me kind of gets excited with the NCAA tournament and all the eyes on the NCAA tournament in general this year because it's a good chance for scouts in the States to watch these kids. Yeah. So I would like to see more NCAA kids go in the first and second rounds this year than we've seen prior because they've played a season.
4: Do you know that of the 31 active teams in the NHL, there is only one that does not have a prospect playing in this tournament. Which team is the only NHL team that does not have a prospect playing in the tournament?
1: Give me, give me a small hint. I have an idea, but give me a hint if you don't mind.
0: Is it
4: Buffalo? I was going to uh, say Buffalo.
1: It's not
4: Buffalo. Right. It's give not me a Buffalo. Hint. Is it a team I generally um, like? No, you do not like this team. So West? it's Arizona. No, it's not Arizona. <laughs> oh. It is, in the, it is it's in, in the East. It is in the East. Yes. So is Caps? it Philly
1: or Washington? It
4: is the Washington Capitals. Wow. Wow. Okay. Huh. They do not have an NCAA prospect playing in the tournament. Wow. Interesting. I, I just saw that today and I was like, how is this possible?
1: Well, and it I, isn't.
0: Especially with a team that has a rebuild like on the horizon.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is it, isn't this the first year I saw something, and I may be butchering the stat. Isn't this the first year like that all the Minnesota teams eligible for the NCAA tournament made it in, and they're all coached by Minnesota natives?
4: Yeah, right. So Who? Minnesota, UMD. Minnesota, Duluth. Yep. MSU.
1: I'm sure there's other teams we just can't think of because we're not looking at the thing. Well,
4: Mankato is Man State. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it used to be Mankato. St. Cloud. And Bemidji. Bemidji's not. Bemidji's in it.
1: They're in Minnesota.
4: Are they in Minnesota? Yeah, they're in Minnesota. So five. St. Cloud, Bemidji, UM, UMD. MSU. Yeah. You know, Omaha could surprise people, too, because they looked really good in the NCHC pod. They looked awesome. All the teams,
1: right. I, if you, I mean, we watch a lot of as much NCAA as we can too. Like, all those teams can beat anybody on a given night. And especially a single elimination tournament, you never know what happens. Yeah.
0: Mm, single elimination.
4: Yeah.
1: A few years <laughs> yeah. ago, Shane Goss despair in Union won an NCAA title.
4: Yeah. Union. I mean, so
1: <laughs> I. Mean, <laughs> I Shane Gostisbehere is doing great in Philly. Is he still healthy? Scratched like left and right too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Philly.
2: Maybe is. he was scratching that nine nothing oh. game.
4: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> really easy to dunk on them right now. Oh yeah, well, as as three Pittsburgh guys and a gas yeah. guy. <laughs> easy easy Loving to dunk it. on Philly. <laughs>
2: when I was texting Rigsby about the uh, the Philly Rangers game the other day, he said,
4: "Fuck them." <laughs> 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 the nine, the nine nothing game. Rangers yes. fans shouldn't get too excited about that
1: game though because laffernier probably still only put like a point up in that game. Like Zabinajan <laughs> did all the work.
2: Oh, yeah. He has <laughs> so, five points in the second period. Yeah. Oof.
1: And Breadman, too, because Breadman's back.
2: For Six. some reason,
1: it just reminded
0: me of a game that me and Daniel and I think John played in. No, it might have been. Re- I forget who it was, but are uh, in our adult league game. And the score ended up something like 14 to 1, 14 to 2, and 13 to 2 or whatever it was. I had zero points. So the very last <laughs> goal of the game. <laughs> we're in the third period, and we're just, we're, we've decided we're not going to take it easy on whatever, whatever this team was. I forget the circumstances, honestly. But we decided we weren't going to take it easy to prove some sort of point. So last goal of the game, <laughs> fuck <'em>. it's like, <laughs> yeah, fuck em. Fuck em. it's like me and Daniel and another guy, one of like our big forwards on the team going down. It's like three on zero, and I get the pass and I should have shot, <laughs> but I passed it back because I didn't want to screw it up. And so I ended up with just an assist on a 14 goal <laughs> game while everybody else had like 10. Geez, <laughs> Sharon. You must not have been on a team, John, because everybody's made fun team. of me for weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I remember you and I were in one game. We lost like 10 to eight. And I remember being so mad after the game only because I just like joked all the whole time. Like, if you literally shot the puck on the net from anywhere, it will go in tonight.
3: And I remember saying
1: that it was also the game. I yelled at some guy who was like eight feet in front of me to not touch the puck. Like don't touch it because I wanted to get it and go out, and just skate. And I had a feeling if he touched it, he would botch it. And I also yelled right. at the ref when we were trying to mount a comeback because <laughs> he didn't blow the whistle. Because <laughs> he didn't blow the whistle on the goal. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying uh-huh. to come back. Blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so back to New York
0: though. Yeah. Yeah. Laffy, I don't know how many he got, but probably like one. <laughs>
4: In a nine-nothing. Game. Stats on that. Yeah, he's Nine out of he's out of the Calder
1: race. Sorry, uh, buddy.
4: Way out. Yeah. He stinks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> more time. <laughs> Needs more time. Do you think maybe Sidney Crosby is like semi-happy because the only good prospect still to come out of Ramuski is him? You think like he's like, uh-huh, yeah, it was me.
3: Still me. <laughs> <laughs> still, me.
0: <laughs> still me. You'd think that Ramuski would be like developing and like be able to build off of him no problem you think that anybody who was any good would want to be going to well i think that's
1: you. i think that's all junior teams cuz look at like the Erie Otters for example they had Ryan O'Reilly who was like the crown jewel and in granite ryan o'reilly is a great nhl player he's a, he's a con Smythe winner stanley cup winner good player so everyone was like ryan o'reilly was the best player to come through erie you know and well deserved and then connor mcdavid came along and no one remembers that ryan o'reilly came through <laughs> erie
0: no one even remembers
2: well, I remember
0: for a while it was the Windsor Spitfires. They were like the big shots because they had they had Taylor Hall. They had a couple yep. other big names that that turned into uh, they had Josh Hosang, who didn't turn out to be as big of a deal as he was Wong, Wong. in Windsor. But yeah, uh, he was a big deal in Windsor and he looked like he was going to be pretty hot and then didn't really make it in the NHL as well. He ended up in the Islanders. So, yeah, there's that.
4: The, the factory these days is London the knights. oh yeah right? nice. like how many game. how many guys have come out of there and just tore up the league you know right. patty kane john carlson like all these Robbie guys like, oh yeah, like all yeah. these guys sam gone you know and and who's the head coach there john uh i believe that is dale hunter yeah your favorite
1: <laughs> I, <you know> <laughs> so, uh, I have a problem with that guy. I mean, we won't talk about it clearly, because like I could go on for a few hours. Like I I just don't understand how some people, especially when I go to Caps Games, and i have nothing I, I will be the first one to say the experience at Caps Games from when I was going when I was like 14, 15, 16 to when I go currently, much better. It's a much better atmosphere for hockey. Even though they're still wearing Steckle jerseys and Dale Hunter jerseys, like I'll I'll forgive that. <laughs> Like if you have a Dale Hunter jersey and you tell me like the guy's a Hall of Famer, I'm like, he has 9,000 penalty minutes and he injured a 50 goal score yeah, after. But how many scored. points?
4: Like, how many points did he have? Dale Hunter? Yeah. He scored a no. lot. He did. Well, yeah, he probably because
1: he, he like threatened to kill people. That's probably why he got the <laughs> he scored a lot. I think I he holds some sort of I'm obscure
4: like penalty record, record? <laughs> for assault. Uh, most but, most points and mo- like most points, most penalty minutes, like in a combination. So
1: he has a thousand twenty and thirty yeah. five hundred PIMs. Huh?
4: Okay. All many right, points? well, I'll give
1: you a thousand twenty
0: in fourteen hundred games. Not bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Played it's a okay. different era. Played a different era. It's pretty good. Um, That's what it is. Well, <laughs> all right. I'll give you guys. A, all right. I'll give you guys an interesting trivia question. The only players, there's two, I believe, the last time I looked at this, that had 100 penalty minutes and 100 points in the same season. Only two players. Sidney Crosby. That's one. That was his rookie year. Yep. Sidney Crosby, yep. his rookie year, had 120 had penalty a minutes and like a, yeah. 109 <laughs> points. Yeah, <laughs> half, a half, of his, <laughs> half of his were like unsportsmanlike because he was mouthing off of the ref. Anybody yeah. guess the other one? Played for Detroit, Dallas, a few other teams. Little ball of hate. That's a hint. Oh, I should know based on that.
4: Yeah, I should know based Crap. on the nickname. I don't know. But I can't Cat remember Verbeek. his real name. Can't yeah, play Verbeek. Verbeek. yeah. Yeah. Because yep.
1: uh, I remember when I saw that stat, I was kind of like shocked. I'm like, I'm shocked. Like no one from the 70s did that. Like none of the know, flyers did that. You're
2: you're you're kind of like a stat guy tonight. A little bit. Like the, It's like, like obscure
1: stuff th- that I already know. You've just been throwing out <laughs> stats tonight. Like we
4: used to just the whole episode just throw out stats. Just throw out random numbers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know who's
1: 72nd in NHL? No.
4: All right. I'll
1: give you. Actually, I do have a really good one. I do have a really good one. Can you name the top five teams in Corsi right now? Positive. Nope. Nope. No. No.
4: (laughs) Not even going to try. No. And I usually look at that stuff. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at it in a while. I
2: don't follow that.
4: (laughs) Really? Corsi's simple. It's easy.
2: No, no, I just don't follow yeah, it. Yeah, like... we just don't follow it. <laughs>
1: okay. So so the only team in the top five that would shock you is Montreal right now. They're in the top five in Corsi, but somehow oh, yeah, it's but, not all
4: clicking. No, it's because Carey Price has been playing like shit. Exactly. <laughs> and then they fired the goalie coach and they did all this stuff, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Montreal, really good underlying numbers on ice performance.
4: Meh. You do know that the underlying numbers are indicative of on ice uh, performance, right? Well, Corsi's a <laughs> one of the underlying numbers. But you can't. You can't. I thought it was get, weight room. You can't get Corsi <laughs> <Weight room>. numbers <laughs> off the ice. Like you can't.
2: Well, you know.
1: Danny's worried about forty <laughs> times bench press and VO two max. Like that's no, all he just, just wants to see.
4: <laughs> he just wants to see the combine results. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. Many V-ups, how many V ups? How many V ups can you do? yeah exactly <laughs> i
1: i am not a fan of like watching combine like stuff i could it's, care
4: less it it's like watching it's like people that watch <laughs> the crossfit competitions you know when they have those on tv if you watch yeah, those yeah, that's the combine like, yeah. yeah well at least those, like
2: <sighs> at least those dudes are jacked like the kids that are at the combine for the nhl you're like who is this guy?
4: Well, they're like 18 years old. Yeah, man. I know. I'm they're saying like, they're like. They're like, they're not even, they're not even <laughs> full adults yet. They're just. Kids. There was so, someone. Like, he I was a man. When. He had a beard. I,
1: I, I'm serious. <laughs> I forget. There was, I remember there was a prospect in the last five years. who's was like actually good. Who couldn't do a pull up. Like they got on it to do the draft. combine. And couldn't do a pull-up. And I just kind of chuckled at that because they were like hammering them. I'm like, yeah, but the kid can skate like the wind and shoot the puck. Yeah, it doesn't
4: matter. Is the pull-up, is a pull-up an indication of whether they can like play hockey well or not, or play at a pro <laughs> level? No. Like if you're just if you're just going for base level of fitness, okay, I get it. But if you're trying to determine, like, okay, am I gonna draft this kid 26th or or 34th? like <laughs> whether they did one or five or 12 pull-ups in or a zero. given period of time who gives you should shit? not erroneous that decision <laughs> like, <clears throat> erroneous on all counts
0: yeah pretty sure you could get him to do a pull-up after a month of work
4: like right like well not just that care. like it's gonna be really fine because
1: like, <laughs> you think about it a, a pull-up or like it's all this is all it is right I mean, you got to get your body in sync, but like, that's, that's a chin, chin up. up. A pull up. A pull, oh, pull up. Yeah, my it's bad. Anyway. Yeah, it's it can sway. show how much I know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm an athlete, though, so fuck it. But anyway. <laughs> I am going to use that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, it's it's kind of, I was watching the, uh, the highlights of the Blackhawks, and I was just going to say, uh, Kind cool to see that Patrick Kane have a resurgence, because he kind of he kind of dropped off. Has, yeah.
4: Has he really weird? had a
1: resurgence though? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Him and Taze. Well, right. Taze. I don't I mean. I don't even see Taze anymore. Some I think just ever. got settled
1: in. We're like, okay, yeah, this is fine.
2: Uh, oh, is he out? Well, because well, he's not he's playing. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he is some weird. There, there's something going really? on with him, like a weird medical thing. Like he was dropping weight. And he couldn't figure out why. They don't they don't even have a wow. diagnosis for what is what's going on. It's very weird. And I, I actually like Jonathan Taze. Like he says all the right things as a captain. He seems like he's a good guy.
4: But with Kane, he's also mm-hmm. he's assumed that leadership role that Taze yeah. had. You could see him like taking that team and leading them through what they're going through, especially with the young guys.
1: And a young coach too.
4: I think it's good. I think yeah. it's good for the Blackhawks, and you know, it's an original six team, and and they need to, they need to be strong in order for the league to be strong. So that's good. <laughs> Plus, he's on my fantasy team.
1: Yeah. So, so funny <laughs> you kind of mentioned like because they're original six. Are there certain teams that any of you think where they need to be good because it's better for the league if they are good? Like, are there one oh, or yeah. two teams where you Toronto, Toronto? What about you, Aaron? It's tough because there's a
0: few that I think the league would benefit immensely. If these teams were, were seriously relevant, there's like a few of them. So ask me to pick one or two or one. I don't
1: know. All right. Two then. The
0: first one that comes Wait. to mind though, is the Kings actually, because the, the media market, the market is so big. And there's so many celebrities that could prop up the game in L like it would it's it's a good thing when L.A. is a big deal and they're they they're just they're such a big market and they've got so much reach to get the game to grow the game.
1: Yeah. But like then that. you also
0: think about That's like a good idea, like the Panthers or 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 some of the some of the markets where there is big reach pot- potential. Like the Panthers being close to Miami, they they have the potential to have more reach cuz Miami's similar to LA in the same for the same reasons. And I, I don't know. There's there's a couple markets that I
1: think Miami wise in general yes. are good.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Daniel? LA is probably my first pick though. LA I I, and then also Detroit. the Rangers, the Rangers
1: too.
2: Okay. What about Detroit, you, Daniel? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they had that uh the all those years of winning, and now they're not doing that at all. <laughs> and uh, I think they had so many years of just a lot of good talent coming through there, and they had that culture of winning, and they don't have that anymore. I think the league is better when they have that winning culture.
1: Do you think part of that is the price they paid for winning and doing well so long? I shouldn't say winning as in cup wise, but
2: you know, being competitive, possibly. I mean. All good things have to come to an end, right?
0: Well, I think that the Detroit is kind of in this subset where the market, like the actual town that they're in, is not necessarily as important as the overall reach of
4: the right, of that right.
0: particular organization? The organization. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The pens are kind of the same way. The caps, the caps are kind of getting to that point, honestly, where it's almost like they're bigger than the town they're in. And, their fan base is so spread out yeah. like Detroit and paint and penguins in particular, no matter where you go, those teams will fill this, the opposing. Well, and I think stadiums. a lot of that's right.
1: because of the industry and whatnot that left those towns. So like my parents, I can, I can say they left those towns. There's a lot of people in that, you know, kind of baby boomer esque generation, whatever you want to call it. They left those towns. So that's why when you see the Pittsburgh penguins in Arizona or San Jose, they fill the, they fill the arena, but also to, mm-hmm. you know, you could say it's the players. They have to, you could you could easily, you could at least say that that's part of it.
4: It's, mm-hmm. it's all about like people are going to go like someone in San Jose is going to buy tickets to the game. When Pittsburgh is in town to go watch Crosby, they're going to buy the tickets to go watch right. Washington because Ovech is on the ice, right? That's what it is. And that that was the Gretzky effect back in the day. And now it's, you know, the Crosby, Ovechkin effect, McDavid. McDavid. Effect. I mean, look yep. at, right, I yeah, think Austin right. Matthews is
1: like a direct effect, effect of the, well, Matthews is a a child a of, the Gretzky, of the Gretzky, the Gretzky Arizona yes. Sunbelt
4: kind of growth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, or even, even if you look at any of the kids... Uh, that were high draft picks that came out of California, right, or came out of Florida recently. Yeah, that's all directly from Gretzky playing in LA and ha- being in that big market, um, and and raising the the prominence of the league. I think we've we've talked about two sort of different types of teams or franchises that we hope do well because it's good for the league. One side of it is it's just a huge media market, right? New York, LA, uh, even Chicago to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. right? They're just huge media markets. There's so many people, so many eyes on the product that if the team is doing well, then the league gains some exposure. And then there are more like traditional or maybe new traditional hockey markets where, you know, a Detroit, a Buffalo, a Pittsburgh, maybe Washington is getting there based on the number of kids that are playing hockey now in the area. Well, I kind of um, think Buffalo is a if different the, bag if of worms. The team, if, the team is, if the team is doing well, then you know, there's more eyes on the product, there's more more eyes on the league, and and that's a good thing. Or, you know, all the original six teams, right? Toronto, Montreal, right. Boston. Like if those teams are doing well the league is doing well those are hot those are deep rooted hockey markets with lots of history and if the team is doing well you're going to have lots of eyes on and that can only be good for the nhl and hockey in general right
0: yeah that's that's why i lumped detroit into the same sentence as pittsburgh and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and washington because there's they they have such a long history they have fans that are producing more fans just through, you know, <laughs> normal progress and things, you know, so, like, power yeah. outages. You're talking about power yeah. outages and yeah. things of that about nature. About
4: yeah. Blizzards. power yeah, Blizzards. Outages, power outages. COVID. <laughs>
1: Champions, championships.
2: <laughs> COVID. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. Some of us yeah. have been affected. You know, now way. that, <laughs> so now that we're talking about this, I kind of want to add to my bucket list a Toronto Edmonton game. Like, I would love to go watch those yes. two teams match off. I Ab- want to see absolutely. Toronto. in That would be Toronto. awesome Ab- like, in Toronto. That, that oh, would yeah. be yeah. amazing. Yes, just to yeah. watch yeah. McDavid.
1: Well, and and awesome. You Matthew. know, I would say other
4: cast and the players. other There's cast, of, yeah, and whatever. The, and the other players, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> well, so
1: <laughs> Eric and I, Eric and I, have had kind of like the argument, like jokingly, like over the last couple of years, would you rather go see a Saturday night hockey night in Canada? We all want to see Connor McDavid. So we'll yes, say yes. Connor McDavid at, because we want Connor McDavid and Leon dry at the Toronto. bell center in Montreal or yes, Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. Me personally, Toronto, Montreal oh, no, not is not so Montreal. special. Oh, oh, Montreal. So, there's okay. something about Montreal.
0: Yeah. I don't want to give that org any money, but there's something. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something special. I'm
4: serious. No, no, no. There's it's something a, special. It's a different. It's a different atmosphere. And I haven't, I haven't been to either. Right, but I, I know the history of the two organizations. And if you had a choice of McDavid in Toronto or McDavid in Montreal on Saturday night, hockey night in Canada, I think, baby. I. I think you would want to see McDavid in Montreal Yeah, just because both buildings are going to be electric, both buildings, the atmosphere is going to be amazing, but there's, there's something about Montreal on a Saturday night from what I've read and heard. And seen on the TV, yeah. It's and heard, a heard a little... from
0: various coaches,
4: Montreal mm. typical yeah Montreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a little yeah, yeah. it just looks Laviol- it, it does yeah. it does look it's like a there's little a bit, little extra juice it's, it's yeah. a little bit different the energy and also it's a bigger building there's more people so there's you know if you're looking at the numbers there's going to be more energy more more noise whatever i think you'd want to go to montreal now i want to go to both places like i want to. I've I've never seen a game in Montreal. I've never seen a game in Toronto. I have seen a game in Ottawa. And whatever, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, I mean, it was cool. It was it was hockey night in Canada. But like, what year was know, that? It wasn't. It wasn't Toronto or Montreal. That was uh, three three years ago. Yeah. So post Daniel um, Alfredson, so who, who, who was there? Who was there? Like, who did you see? Uh, the the only. So, I, I went there when Washington was in Ottawa. Okay. Uh,
2: See, at least like, saw your home team, right?
4: The family, yeah. like, wife and kid, we went on. Right. Uh, so, right, we saw Washington mm-hmm. after the Cup, right? So, it's, it was the December after the Cup. The only player that I remember, the only two players I remember on Ottawa at the time, Bor Cop was still there. Gorwiecki was still there. Okay. Um, Blocking
1: a million shots.
4: And I can't remember the name of the kid who started in goal for Ottawa, but it was his first NHL start. (laughs) Well, that's literally (laughs) like their
1: team this year. and Like
4: outside of Matt Murray, (laughs) every other kid is the first NHL start. after, After the first period, it was like two or three, nothing or something like that. And then the second period kind of stabilized. Ottawa came back and then Washington scored like a goal or two in the third and won. Yeah.
2: Was was Bobby and, Ryan still there?
4: Yes. Uh, he was still on the roster. I don't know if he was playing, but he was still on the roster. And the other thing about that was like we went up there, go to the game, and during warm-ups, uh, two things happened. One was I stood up to like Take video of the warmups, and I got yelled at by an usher. Like, <laughs> you need you need to sit down <laughs> like <laughs> during warmups. Like we were kind of we were down low. We were like, I don't know, seven rows away from uh Ottawa's bench. And then uh there was like a tournament, like a kids' tournament in Ottawa that weekend. I no idea. And I think it was the Ashburn like Peewees were up there or something. So we went over and talked to them for a little bit like, "Oh, hey, you know. Yeah, Washington, <laughs> whatever." Blah, blah, blah. And then are yeah, from yeah. the DMV. <laughs>
2: hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. hey. Uh,
4: we're up here at the same time. How oh, about the cool.
1: Saboro at the check-in. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it's great.
2: Well, <laughs> You're probably two fist and blue lights at that point. Yeah. Mulsons. oh no
4: i wasn't so Mulsons? Mulsons. so they had molson but the seats that we had had uh weight staff because we were down low oh so wow we like, fancy yeah. fancy wow so, like, Sheesh. like you had to pay like you had to pay per beer mm-hmm. right like but they would they take your order and then oh that's that's dangerous you. oh you're right? fancy <laughs> <enough>. are <laughs> you fancy so, i was having I, I forget what i was having but it was it was some like local you know it was local beer whatever because i didn't want to like just get molson like yeah want to have something that's you know local to the ottawa area even though the building is forty-five minutes uh, Coors Light. from of, Ottawa. Ottawa. You had talk, yeah, it's all Coors, about Coors about Late, that, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> but, but these Coors
2: no, Latte. Yeah, well. yeah Coors <laughs> Latte.
1: There are rumors so, of that in Ottawa due to the issues with the transit and whatnot out
4: to the arena. Dude, it's 45 minutes away. We had to take a 45 minute Uber. Outside of the, we were staying in the city, like basically four. Yeah, you guys were like on from, the canal, pretty much, from, right? From the, from the parliament, we were four block, four blocks from the parliament building. Yeah, we walked around town uh, the day before, went down to the canal, went to the uh, Byward Market, went to all that stuff. Saw like, uh, it was around, like it was right after Christmas, so they were doing like the projections and stuff on the parliament building. It was awesome. Uh. And then the next night when we're going to the game, it's like, okay, we got to order an Uber and ride out there for like 45 minutes. And it, basically the arena is in the middle of like four car dealerships <laughs> and like an Ikea and like some other box stores. Wait, timeout.
1: out. It's, time out. It's what like... kind of car dealerships are we talking about here? We talk <laughs> about like, like Ashley Ford... Schaefer BMW? You know, <laughs> Ashley Schaefer BMW. Yeah. Or are we talking about Ashley yeah. Schaefer Kia? <laughs> which, yeah,
4: like are two distinct So It's not to talk about it's, but the whole point is like, it's not the experience That's of too far. like staying in Toronto or living in Toronto and then going to yeah. back in the day, the old yeah. Maple Leaf Garden or now like the new building, which is still right downtown, right? or in montreal where everything's right downtown you know it, it
0: sounds like these two experiences well like i guess you haven't been to the toronto game but i have, i, I want to go my like my yeah. brother used to live in new york city and i've actually been to an isles game at nassau and i've been to a rangers game yeah. at msg so going to msg was great You just, you get on the subway and you
4: go. And you're there. Going to
0: Nassau. Oh my, it's like an hour drive out of the city. It's terrible.
4: Or get on the train. Or the train.
0: Yeah. Yeah. the the Whatever, Long Island Rail. It's terrible.
1: I remember my MSG experience (laughs) because I went a billion years ago. Patton's got smoked like six to one. Gary Roberts got kicked out of the game about five minutes into it, and I heard that <laughs> Ranger song like, "Whoa, let's go uh, Rangers!" like six times. Uh, like. But it was so brutal. cool because I listened. I, I was sitting next to these actual, you know, season ticket Ranger guys who, you know, it was kind of like, "Oh, I'm from Maryland, but I'm a big Penguins fan. My whole family, yada yada." What's it? What's it like? You know, coming to this every, you know, couple of days, and they're like. I've been coming to Rangers games for 15 years. You know, we just walked down from so and so, and you know, and, and it's interesting yeah. to hear like his or her path going to the game because it's in the city and it's, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
1: And the other thing cool about New York, where it's very specific to New York, is Penn Station is right below. So the fact that like, people that are, just transient in the city going in and out and they're just passing under this amazing arena that has all this rich history is it's very special. It's, it's really cool. And not to mention just the boxing matches and the Knicks and all the other stuff that everybody has been cool. Exactly. dude.
0: I've, I've got an MSG story now. I've got to tell this. Oh yes, please. When (laughs) my brother and I went to see the Rangers at Madison square garden, what year was playing? Oh God, I don't Roughly. even remember honestly. Um, maybe twenty ten something around there. Uh, I honestly forget. Kovalev was on the Ottawa Senators at the time. So oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> this is ancient history. It, this is ancient history. <laughs> ah. So anyway, yeah, it's ra- it's Rangers and and Ottawa. So at some point in the game, Kovalev gets tripped and a ranger goes to the box. I don't remember. The details aren't important. So the kids sitting next to to us, (laughs) they had to be like, I don't know, maybe mid-20s or so. So you could tell that they were not really serious hockey fans. They're just looking for something to do. This kid goes in a perfect New York accent. He's like, oh, that's bullshit. No Ranger would ever dive like that. What a dive. such a dive. (laughs) Completely oblivious. Completely oblivious to the fact that Kovalev won a freaking cup with the Rangers. Not over many years before. (laughs) Never forget it. Never forget it lot's gonna do it for episode 32 everybody hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it housekeeping time don't forget to check the social media posts for a beer roster and a can art photo be sure to jump into discord at in discord that way you can give us some feedback and join in other conversations there and if you want to get your hands on the beers in the lot koozie or get access to the bonus content like listening to us record live check us out on patreon Beersandlot.com slash patreon for that thanks again for listening everybody we'll catch you next week